And now it's time for Florida Talk Real Estate Luxury Edition, your one-stop real estate shop. Good Saturday afternoon. Welcome to another edition of Florida Talk Real Estate Luxury Edition here on News Radio 1290 WJNL. I'm Johnny C. And I, as always, have my guy Jimmy D. Jim DiPolo with Antares International Realty Group. They're Keller Williams Preferred Partners. Top producing Keller Williams team. Jimmy D., good afternoon to you. Oh, wait a minute. I got to turn this mic on. There you are. Jimmy D. Jimmy D. That's right. Jimmy D. in the house. And I see you have (laughs) your best half, your partner in life and in business. Buenas tardes, Natalie Medina Rao. Buenas tardes, Johnny. Always nice to see you, nice especially to see on a you Saturday too, this beautiful afternoon. Saturday, oh, yes. Oh. Uh, we keep going around the horn here. We have the mortgage guy from the mortgage firm, Mike Rao. How are you? Johnny, hello. How are you? How is uh, everybody? Hello, South Florida. Fantastic, Hi. yes. Jimmy D and Natalie. And Natalie. And Johnny C. It, we're poets and, and didn't And know Mike. It. Yeah, and Mike. Yeah. And of course, Ross Camaronets with Brightway Insurance, Juno Beach. Hello, my friend. Good afternoon. Good to see you. Good afternoon. Always a pleasure to see you. Thanks for being with us on a Saturday here on News Radio 1290 WJNO, Florida Talk Real Estate Luxury Edition. Where are we starting on this Saturday, Jimmy D? Hey, um, we would like to take a little time to talk about Antares International with Keller Williams Preferred Partners. That's the real estate company that my wife, Nally, and I have owned now for almost eight years together. And um, uh, and to talk a little bit about what's happening in the market, one of the things that we really like focusing on is uh, really finding out what's going on in the market in today's market. And... Um, and I wanted to explain some things because a lot of people, when I meet with them, when we go on listing appointments um, and they're trying to talk about um, how they're going to try to sell their house, one of the perceptions people have is automatically, we're in a super strong market. Yeah. Right? And uh, the answer to that is yes and no. And it depends on a whole bunch of different factors. And we're going to get into that today. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um but before we do that, I wanted to go into our shout-outs okay. um, and go over some of the shout-outs of some of our recent activity, which we haven't done on the show in quite a while. I love it. Um, for the pending deals, these are all the houses that have gone pending since last week. Uh, c- congratulations to uh, Joe's, Joe and Susie. Um, we're helping them go under contract uh, for their property in Tequesta. It's a townhome, and it's a um, three-bedroom, two-bath in the Lighthouse COVID Tequesta condos. Um, we got that house on the market, uh, sold in five days, uh, five days on the market, it was sold and we got full asking price. Now, um, are you allowed to do a shout out before it closes, Jim, or is that some sort of jinx? Well, are you knocking on wood be, over there? <laughs> I could be jinxing them, Mike, but, uh, cause Mike, you're always looking on the positive side of life. I feel like I'm, dealing I don't with, want you to jinx it. I feel like I'm dealing with the Monty <laughs> Python movie sometimes when I'm talking with you, Mike. Um, but, <laughs> but um, all we're doing is saying congratulations to these people at the time that they um, are under contract. Uh, probably, <laughs> what you got to remember is, Mike, in um, the last eight years, we've sold uh, probably almost, well, as of the end of this year, probably about $170, $175 million of real estate. And uh, we've only had something like 11 expired listings of all that, of all that time. Yeah. We've sold everything except for 11 expired listings. And to be honest with you... Two or three of those expired. When I go back and look at the stats, we ended up taking the house back on market uh, after it was expired and then sold them anyway. So it's really like eight expired listings in eight years. Amazing. Um, it, it's pretty amazing stats. I mean, it's super, super high. About, so you're comfortable you're not jinxing them. That's what I'm hearing. Absolutely. Uh, what most people don't know is that uh, uh, almost one in four properties that are put on the MLS, the multiple listing service, do not sell. Okay. How many, what was it? One in four, roughly. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we're going to get into that a little bit today. So anyway, uh, congratulations to Joe and Susie. We have another um, property that we just put under contract. It's also a condo. It's in Lake Worth. It was in the Lucerne Lakes community community of the Fairway Club. Um, we got that under full asking price, four days on market. We have, um, this one just went on the market today. Congratulations to Todd. We just uh, put it under contract today. Huh. Uh, five days on market, $2,000 above asking price um, in Society Hill in the West Palm Beach area. Uh, congratulations to Ruby. We sold her townhome in Boca Raton. Uh, she's going to be closing uh, very soon. Uh, that one took 31 days on market. Slackers. Yeah, really? Jeez. Uh, right? <laughs> 31. 31 days on market. 
Um, now, here's another one, because we are transparent, so I'm not just going to give you all the high spots. I'm going to give you the blemishes, too. Uh, congratulations to Al, who just sold one of his investment properties with us, uh, 201 days on market. It was a duplex, uh, 201 days on market. So we had one house that was on the market over six months. Yeah. Uh, there was a reason for that. Al is a investor. He's getting up there in years and wants to retire. He had about 30 properties. He went through two other realtors that we know of to sell these properties and couldn't get them sold. So when we won the listings, uh, to have the chance to sell them. The only caveat it was, uh, I'll give you the properties to sell, but I'm selling them at the same price that they want expired at, and uh, we're doing it. Yeah. We've gone through about nine of the 30 so far, and uh, this one's going to be closing in about uh, 15 days. It's already been through the inspection. It's cash, so we don't have to worry about appraisal, and congratulations to them. Yeah, um, well to Al. Um, Al's going to be collecting all this big fat paychecks because he owns the properties outright. And then he's going to be buying a big multifamily complex, which I'm really excited about. Ooh. Uh, wanted to give a shout out to Karen and Rodney and Rita. They own a triplex out in Palm Beach Gardens. I took that listing, uh, yesterday. We're going to try to sell. It's a triplex in Palm Beach Gardens. Needs a little bit of work. We're going to try to sell the house for $400,000. Um, we are looking at very unique opportunities for a certain type of special buyer that I can't get into on the air. If um, that happens, that house might sell as much as twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars above the list price that we have right now. Um, and if that works, we're going to use that as a success story and talk to people about that later. Um, uh, some of the recent closings we had. Congratulations to Daryl and Amy. This is one of Natalie's favorite stories. Do you want to go over that one just real quick? Yeah. So um, with Daryl and Jamie and Amy, there was a very a wonderful experience with uh, working with them. Especially we had the privilege to sell their house and they were buying a house with us as well. So well, 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 the most interesting thing that happened during the whole transaction was like they thought they were never going to find the house that they were looking for. So this is a big family, mom and dad, and four kids, and they were living in a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house in with a, an acre and a quarter land. But they wanted to move more to the city, so I got them. I actually found them a house. It's, it was a five-bedroom, two-bathroom and a half. And... The house was was in the market for what, like maybe like eighty days in the market, and everybody was so worried. Said, so "Why this house has been in the market for so long? What's wrong with the house?" I said, "Nothing. The the house was waiting for you guys, and we had a very very easy transaction. We closed no problem. We got seller concession, so that that means that's when the seller gives some money uh, toward the closing costs and some items, and we got that." So that was uh, very successful. You're so good at making that happen, Natalie. Yeah, very successful. I love the shout-outs. Natalie is one of the top buyer's agents in the county as no far doubt. as I'm concerned. And I'm not just saying that because she's my wife. Um, she really uh, listens to her customers more carefully than I do <laughs> when it comes to buying. And she knows the market so well. So when you start saying what you're looking for, she already has it envisioned into her mind. Oh, I know exactly what you're looking for, and she does. It's really kind of amazing, um, and it's, it doesn't uh, matter uncanny. what zip code. Uncanny it is. ability. It yeah. really is. I know and, that. Um, and um, it's not unusual for Natalie. If you're the kind of buyer that doesn't want to be traipsed around all over and drug around and seeing all these properties you don't want to buy in order to find the one you do, you got to go to Natalie Medina Rao because uh, she listens to you very carefully. And then uh, it's not uncommon for Natalie to pick, let's say, five properties. You go out one time with her, you look at the five properties, and then she'll say to you, and I, I never thought this would work be before we met. I was like, this will never work when we first started dating. <laughs> and she'll say to them, okay, which one of these five properties are going to buy? And they're like, ah, I'm not sure I want to buy any of these yet because I want to look at more. And I was like, there are no other properties. These are the best top five properties on the market. What do you want to do? Start looking at inferior properties and then lose the properties that are the good ones? You need to go after the properties that you're listening to. You told me exactly what your criteria was, and I'm giving you that. And if we start looking at the other ones, they might not have the vaulted ceilings you want, or they might not have the square footage in the bedroom, or you might not get your walk-in closets that you've been dreaming of, or you know whatever the features are that you're really looking for that's going to make it 
your home or the backyard you're looking for or the HOA fees um, being at the proper uh, price. And Natalie really makes that happen. It's really special to see. And for Daryl and Amy, uh, their process was such a long, arduous process. And this is really what shows, Johnny, how we're the one-stop real estate shop. Check out this story with Daryl and Amy. They came to us in 2015. They heard the radio show, and they called us up in 2015. And Daryl... was working for one of the government agencies as a building inspector. And um, he called up and he said, look, my house is really upside down. They're cutting hours at work because of uh, the economy being not so great. And I'm not sure, but I think I need to sell my house as a short sale because it was upside down. Right. Wow. This is in 2015. Yeah. Oh, wow. So we started um, because he bought it right at the peak and it had not recovered fully, so he was still upside down. Now, this is a guy with Amy who has dedicated their lives to community service, as far as I'm concerned. At that time, I think they had four or five. Um, well, over the years, they have a, um, they had taken care of 13 foster children foster. as part of the county, foster yeah. children, mm-hmm. 13 over the years. So these are really consumer uh, community service-driven people. Now, it would have been very easy for me to say, sure, let's just go ahead and short sell the house. But if we had done that, I was going to say, well, where are you going to live? With At the time, they had four or five children, foster children, right? Where are you going to live afterwards, and how much money do you have to pay for rent? And when I heard the numbers, I'm like, you are better off staying in the house. If there's any way possible for you to stay in that house, we've got to make that happen for you. And thank God he called us, because we're the one-stop real estate shop. So, Johnny, where do we go? When we want people to save their house and they're in trouble with their house. You go to floridatalkrealestate.com. That's where you go. You go there because this is a team of pros, pros. These are experts in their field and they work cohesively together to get what you're looking to get done, done. Like maybe saving your home. So floridatalkrealestate.com. All the contact information, bottom left-hand corner, floridatalkrealestate.com. I'm sorry I stepped on you, Johnny. But um, So we went to the law office of Paul A. Krasker, which is one of the main sponsors of our other show, WZZR 94.3 FM. And if you like this show or you really want to get in detail or talk to us on air um, on that show, you can go from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. Um, nine, I wish it was 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. 9 a.m. <laughs> I don't. Maybe, yeah, maybe no, not. I actually don't. Nine, 9 to 11 a.m. on Saturdays, just two hours before our show right now. So two hours ago, we were on we were on WZZR. So uh, we went to the law office of Paul A. Krasker, which specializes in loan modification and foreclosure defense, as well as short sales. And we were able to get um, Daryl into the loan modification process, and we saved the house by reducing the payments, which was awesome. Yeah. So now they're living in the house for a couple of years, and he always wanted to move because he knew that the house was going to get too small for his kids. So I kept checking and checking, but it, what the house didn't uh, turn right side up yet. It still didn't have enough equity. And then I got the call in 2017, and Daryl said, hey, you've been talking about that student loan program, and my wife has a payment on student loan, and I'm wondering if she qualifies for that program. Ooh. It would really help us out if we could reduce her student loan debt. Sure would. So we sent him over to the law office, Polly Krasker, for that. With two for over there. Yep. And what ended up happening there was uh, we found out that Amy qualified for the student loan forgiveness program uh, uh, for the federally backed loans, and she went from paying $381 a month down to $0 a month. And uh, she's um, been doing that now since 2017, and she's still getting credit for the time that she's not making the payments. It's not reckon her credit. That's the way it's going. She's saved over, Johnny, uh, let's see, two years at $381 a month. That's f- roughly 4000 a year. She's probably saved about $9,000 or more uh, in student loan payments, paying $0 a month and not being uh, damaged her credit at all that's under that program. Number. That's amazing. So. Think about that for a family that's raising foster children, right? Yeah, that so, $381 will go a long way. I know, her. right? For every single month. And she was religiously paying that. So I was so happy for her that she went to that program. So then I got the phone call in 2019. We stayed in touch. And then we got the phone call in 2019. Jim, you know those foster children we were taking care of? I'm like, yeah, Daryl, what's up? He's like, well, we adopted three of them. Oh. And then oh. you don't know this, but... uh we had a miracle child. 
So one of the reasons why they were foster child uh, doing foster care was because they always wanted children in their lives and they couldn't have them on their own. And then they had their own. What a blessing, huh? Is that wow. awesome? He's like, now I've got four kids. I'm in a three bedroom house. I got to get out of the house now. Yeah, really. So now it comes into uh, um, another facet of how we can use the one stop real estate shop at that point. So what happened next is, is we got, first thing is I, I crunched the numbers on the house and I kept crunching the numbers and crunching the numbers. How much can I sell this house for? How much will they net in their pocket after all costs to make sure that they have enough money to buy their new house? And it was skin of our teeth, I thought. And I'm like, man, I don't think they're going to get much money on this house, but if they scrape together their pennies, we might have enough for a down payment and closing costs, but I don't know if that's going to be enough for the type of house that they want to buy. Right. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break and we're going to get into the second segment of Daryl and Amy and how the one-stop real estate shop just transformed their lives. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. And uh, they're not the only ones that have amazing success stories over all these years with Florida Talk Real Estate and you as well. Buying a home, selling a home, stuck with a home, you don't know what to do with it, looking to refi. If you're looking to uh, invest commercial property, you got to uh, uh, you definitely need to look into your property insurance cuz you may be paying too much and you might not be getting the coverage you should be getting. Um student loan debt is a wonderful thing. A lot of people are getting out from under a pile of student loan debt through these programs and so much more. floridatalkrealestate.com the luxury edition and of course, you know, with our friends at Ross Brothers Interior Contracting, uh we can uh, we can make that renovation on that home and turn it into that lifestyle dream that you've always been dreaming of. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. FloridaTalkRealEstate.com. Bottom left-hand corner, you'll find the contact information, the hotline, 888-973-7828. And, of course, you got the email there. Bottom left-hand corner, FloridaTalkRealEstate.com. On Facebook as well, Florida Talk Real Estate. And we'll continue to encourage you to... Uh, Give a like and a possible review at Florida Talk Real Estate because there's a benefit there. You're in the running for uh, monthly great prizes to be had. Last month um, or this month, just last week, two weeks ago, right? Yep. Uh, we gave away uh, an iPad, tickets for the Heat, and tickets for the Panthers. All in one month. That's a beautiful thing. Back in minutes. Thanks for being with us on a Saturday. It's Florida Talk Real Estate Luxury Edition right here on News Radio 1290 WJNO. Ross Brothers Interior Contractors specializes in providing a world-class experience for luxury home and condo remodeling in South Florida. From your kitchen to your full renovations and everything in between, when you choose to work with Ross Brothers, you're working with experts that are backed by over 30 years of experience and exceptional customer satisfaction. From design to execution of your home remodeling projects, that's Ross Brothers, where every detail matters. When it comes to getting a mortgage, you don't just need information. You need the right information from someone you can trust. For years now, Mike Rao, the mortgage guy with the mortgage firm, has been providing that information and is that someone. You can't leave this critical moment in your life to just anyone. Call Mike, the mortgage guy with the mortgage firm. Part of your one-stop real estate shop. Florida Talk Real Estate. Luxury Edition. Heard Saturdays on WJNO at 1 p.m. Back at it on a Saturday afternoon. Thanks for being with us. Florida Talk Real Estate Luxury Edition here on News Radio 1290 WJNO. I'm Johnny C. Uh, Jim DePola is with me with Antares International Realty Group. Keller Williams Preferred Partners, top producing Keller Williams team. Hello, Jimmy D. Happy South Florida. So you got your best half over there as well, your partner in business and in life, Natalie Medina Rao. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Hola, hola. Mike Rao, the Hi mortgage there. guy from the mortgage firm. Hi there. And we might have to explain, too. They're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Natalie Medina Rao, Mike Rao, isn't she married to Jim? We, we might have to give an explanation That's for those that are that's just... Brother. You want to do that this segment? Yeah, well, why not? Well, we, we might we have, have to. to. I think we should disclose Mike. Might, might okay. take the whole thing. <laughs> it's his brother, right? <laughs> older brother. Older brother. brother. I see brother. Dom looking. He doesn't even know in the booth. <laughs> I don't even think he knows the story. <laughs> and uh, Roscoe Baronets with uh, Brightway Insurance, Juno Beach. Hello. Present. He knows the story. Yes. We're one big happy family, that's what it is. <laughs> yes, it is. So, um, no, other, no other brother from so, My other brother from me. <laughs> yeah, my other brother. <laughs> the other brother. <laughs> We so, were we were talking about Daryl and Amy, who are a very nice family. Now maybe give an insight into our nice, yeah, our, nice, our family, all that convoluted family. So just to remind, <laughs> just to remind everybody, my name is Jim DePola, yep. and I'm owner of Antares International, uh, or Antares International Group with uh, Keller Williams Preferred Partners, 
and my wife and business partner is Natalie Medina Rao. And then uh, Mike Rao is from the mortgage firm, and he's our go-to guy for mortgages, been doing great with us now. How long How long have we been together, Mike, uh, on the air? Uh, Almost four, four years, years yeah, now. Yeah, I was going to say four years. Right. So uh, what what happened is is that- uh, What happened? What happened was- <laughs> I don't know what happened. Uh, Mike and Natalie uh, got divorced years before I met either of them, and then uh, through work, me and Natalie met each other, and we fell in love and got married. Natalie, uh, when I was dating Natalie, Natalie um, and Mike have three beautiful children, uh, Andres, Ariana, and Isabel, uh, 12, 14, and 16 years old. I knew them when they were 8, 10, and 12. That's when I first met them. It was awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and during that time, me and Natalie decided that we were going to get married and join forces at work. So when that happened, Natalie was going to become part of my radio show that I had for about three years before that. So during that time, it was a good time to like um, uh, kind of clear the air. and We uh, changed sponsors around, and I was looking for a new mortgage broker. And Natalie's like, you got to use Mike. And I was like, and I don't even know if you know this, Mike. It's like, there's no way that I'm going to be using your ex-husband to be a mortgage broker on my show. I'm not having it. <laughs> I, I you like, know what? You guys actually were together and married for a while. And I never brought it up either because I thought it was weird also. I knew yeah. you had you had your, your show and I knew you had mm-hmm. an existing uh you know, mortgage professional. It's only on the show. weird. So it's only I weird never if we make it weird, Mike. Yeah, I, only, I never brought it up to Natalie. I was like, oh, I got to push to no, be. Let me be your mortgage. But you guy. told me. So who are you dating? The radio guy. He said, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, he 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 used to listen uh, the radio. Right before. Yeah, Mike doesn't admit it, but he was a fan of my show before we... I was definitely a fan of the station. The station, yeah. 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 More yeah. Johnny C. Johnny C. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've known him forever. <laughs> Me yeah. too. I've been listening... Uh, but on... I never pushed it. But then you, at some point, you did switch up sponsors, and you mm-hmm. had an opportunity, and I guess uh, Natalie forced you to give me a... Give me an, uh, uh, what, an interview? And Natalie the Bruja. I call her the Bruja. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that is a bad thing. But... um. She was like, you got to hire Mike. And I like, look, um, I've had, I've been very blessed. And you know that, Johnny, we were very blessed with a lot of really great mortgage brokers over the years on sure. this show. No doubt. And I'm like, look, we have a very high standard. I got to make sure that the customers are taken well of. And I really don't uh, know Mike very well, but Natalie is a top buyer's agent. And I know that even though that Mike and Natalie had the relationship uh, in the past, that she wouldn't be using Mike for the mortgages if she couldn't get the deals closed. Right. And over time, it's been four years now, and I feel so blessed to have Mike in my life on the professional level because um, Mike has never, not one time, told us he can get a loan for somebody and didn't close. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Not one not time. One. As not the once. kids would say, he's fire. Yeah. he. If Mike says you're good for that mortgage, you're good for that mortgage. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. And uh, the other interesting part is, is that Natalie, while we were dating, Natalie played matchmaker, and Andres, their son, was um, best friends with another kid in the community where Natalie was living, and she had uh, the son had a um, single mom, and Natalie made sure that she that Mike one day came over to the single mom's house to pick up Andres after a play date, and then Mike fell in love with Tiffany. Oh. And now they're together. I never heard that. And uh, oh, that's cool. Yes, I don't remember it quite like that. <laughs> that's the whole falling in love at first sight thing. I mean, no, I little... didn't mean to. Oh, fall you didn't mean love. at first I didn't sight. Say first sight, yeah, but you yeah, eventually fell in love with Tiddly. Yeah, Not I, told, I told Whoa. Mike. Mike, go ahead. where is Andres? He said, "I don't know. Go, go. He's with Tony. Go and Tiffany." Yeah, house. I don't remember Natalie setting up, but but definitely the boys were friends. Natalie and my Tiffany. Not your Tiffany. Not Johnny, my Tiffany. Leave my were, Tiffany out of this. We're living in the same neighborhood in at the, the time, and so I went over to. I was over for some reason, and I went over to to just pick up Andres. Yeah, just to go see what they were doing at Doc Fishing, and then and then Tiffany was there, and that's that's how we met. I know that you might not know this, so maybe you don't remember it that way because she didn't mention to you, but she mentioned me several times. I think she would be perfect. I think that she would be perfect for Mike, and she kept saying that to me while we were dating. Positive thinking. And I I like this girl. Mm, She would be nice for Mike. This is in my mind, and my mom was giving me the look like, I, I guess. think you're right. I, it just comes down, we have one of those relationships. Yes, we were married and divorced, but we were, we always got along, and we get along now, and we work together well professionally and personally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We even spend family time we together. We have so. Christmas together and Thanksgiving, yeah. and um, Mike, Mike, because he's been with Nally for a long time, and even before, always had an interest in Spanish, so he's fluent in Spanish. I'm a total gringo. I don't speak anything, so I'm walking around going, okay. 
huh? K. That's huh? about what I could say huh? in Spanish. So if we want to K, talk about Jim what? behind his back. We can. No, he can. No, I no. cannot well, anymore. When you when when you, when you started dating <laughs> Tiffany, and I was just starting to date Natalie, Tiffany came to me one time. I don't know if she ever told you this, and she said to me, "Hey, Jim, does it bother you when those two start talking Spanish to each other?" <laughs> You want, to, I, you want to go in on Rosetta Stone together? <laughs> I know, really, right? It's kind of expensive. Babble. <laughs> right? So so uh, I was like, nah, it doesn't bother me, whatever. Right? Yeah. And then it didn't bother me at well, all. Listen, because- I think you get to a certain age where it's like, if I don't know, I mean, what what I don't know isn't going to hurt me. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Right? So, uh, deal with what's in front of you. No, so but now- the, the good thing also is, um, you know, Mike's family is my family. It's like my only family in this country. And, Absolutely. you know, I love his mom. You, and I love his dad and his brothers and the in-laws and the grandma and the, I mean, everybody. And I love them. I know all of Mike's family and I love them all. In fact, we just went and did that drive shack thing together with uh, Mike's brother. Oh, cool. And uh, we just get along great. And, uh, you know, I slipped up today. You guys don't know this, but I called Barb, which is um, Mike's mom. I called her my mother-in-law. To make things even more confusing, confusing, right? It does get a little tedious having to explain all of the connections to everybody, like when you're introducing somebody. It's like, oh, this is my ex wife's current husband's mother. You know, well, you know, for those just, those that think it's weird, though, let me just let me just make it all really normal because you can't beat this. My mom's mom oh, that's really married true. my dad's dad. <laughs> And instantly, my mom and dad became my aunt and my uncle, uh. and they became brother and sister. <laughs> so your and grandmother, and wife. Okay. your grandmother, married well, my grandfather, your grandfather, but on the opposite side. Well, to understand all yeah. this. Wow. Well, well, after my mom and dad were married, my mom's mom married my dad's dad. Yes. I like that. So when my mom used to get really upset with me, I'd be like, "Look, auntie, you can't talk to me like this." Yeah. Oh. That's so, so you don't have like the the you know the joke the family tree goes straight up you don't have that but yours is kind of like a vase it's shaped like a like, <laughs> like a vase, vase. Yes, a beautiful vase. <laughs> that's so funny that's so funny so everybody just just so you know because uh, on the other station people ask for years and years hey what's going on isn't Mike and Natalie married I'm like well at one time they you know, were they yes. were yeah so we've all got this big blended family we all get along great and really it's all about the kids it's about Tiffany's kids and Mike and Natalie's kids um. I wasn't blessed to have children in my life, so having all these children in my life is just awesome, and it's just great for all of us. Uh, yeah. So if you guys are ever wondering. It getting, works out really well, and uh, these are just amazing people, and they're all really good at what they do. But if there's any confusion when you hear the Natalie Medina row and the Mike row, uh, hopefully we alleviated that a little and bit. And the only reason why Natalie didn't take my name, because she asked, do you want me to do that? She didn't really want to leave the row because she wanted to have the last name of her kids, of course, which made sense to me. But I also didn't want her to call her Natalie. Medina Rao DePola. I think that when you have too many hyphens, it kind of tells you what's going on in your life. <laughs> so I felt like so any more than two hyphens and you got problems. Yeah. I think it's also a I'm testament you to, to, you know, you said we're all good at what we do, right? Experts in our field. It's a testament to that because mm-hmm. if I was not a good mortgage guy, believe me, there's no way that you would, you know, keep the relationship going because yeah, that would if- be a disaster if it's a disaster on the professional level, there's no way that doesn't leak it, into the personal side. For so sure. the and fact if, that we're able to maintain this both and for a very long term should at least speak proves. to the success of it. Yeah, yeah it really and, does. and the professionalism of everybody in the room. And, for sure. And so uh, getting back to families, the reason why we're bringing this up right now is Daryl and Amy, which we had just left off in the last segment. So where we had left off, Amy had just gotten a student loan uh, in 2017 and got a student loan reduction down from $381 a month down to zero. Yeah. And now it's 2019 and they stopped being foster care children because they adopted three of their foster children and then had the miracle baby. So now it was time now it was time to go ahead and they called me up. It's like, we got to try to buy a house. I crunched the numbers and the amount of money they were going to get from the sale of their home. It was no longer upside down, but they were going to try to buy a new home. But it was super tight, Johnny, because now they need a five bedroom minimum two and a half bath home mm-hmm. and they wanted to be in the Royal Palm Beach area. So they wanted to be, they leave, they wanted to leave Loxahat acreage and kind of move a little farther east and they couldn't have an HOA that was too high because of their budget. Sure. So the next thing we did is we had to get them over to Mike Rao. This is all about the one-stop real estate shop, right? So now we got a Mike Rao to crunch the numbers. So Mike, when you crunch the numbers, uh, and this is how we handle all buyers and sellers, and this is called a seller-buyer situation because they had a 
To make things more complicated, they needed the money from the sale of their home to buy the new home, and they needed to buy the new home basically on the same day. Or be they, homeless. Or they were going to be homeless with uh, four kids, and that was never going to happen but in my mind. absolutely needed the proceeds from the sale of the home in order yeah, to Yeah, make- I mean, a lot of times when you have seller-buyer, there's um, complications based on timing, right? Like, do you have time between the two things, right? Especially when you need the proceeds of the sale. Do you have a few days? Do you need a month, you know, to for moving or whatever? Does it have to be same day? So we had that complication, which is normal. And, and in this case, not only did we need the proceeds, but going into this, we we weren't sure they weren't in contract yet on their sale by the time we got That's into right. the purchase. So you were still not a hundred percent sure how much proceeds we were going to have, and we kind of did everything kind of you know Based conservative. We appraisal. said here's here's what we person. need. Yep. Get at least this amount, and we should have enough proceeds from that, and that should be just and, enough to get into the the so, purchase. So so it was very tight. So we had the house on the market at a price that gave us a little bit of a cushion hoping that we were going to get it but mm-hmm. there was a rock bottom line that if we didn't get this one number the whole thing was going to fall apart then we went out to go look for properties oh and to make things more complicated uh mike said it's going to be really important that you get what's called a seller contribution so let's explain what a seller contribution is mike. yeah i was going to say so when i when i to- talked to natalie so now we're i'm i talked to consult with you on the sell side and of course you guys are talking i'm like sell side what are we expecting what's kind of like realistic and what's a worst case so i have some number there i know what we're going to get then i'm talking to natalie on the buy side and i said listen if you could get anything you could get as much as you could get from the seller right <laughs> just get some money just, from that. just get, get i mean there's the limits seller. to what you can get from the seller so let's just say in this case you know call it three percent right so a three percent concession meaning the seller is going to contribute three percent of what they would be of the purchase of the price, sales price right. right towards the buyer's closing costs. So if it was a five hundred thousand dollar house, three percent would be fifteen thousand. Yeah. So you would want fifteen thousand back from the seller in, in that scenario. Which is I'm of course saying- is, is more than enough to cover closing costs. So you couldn't actually get three percent in that case, but as much as you can to cover as much of their closing costs as possible. So we had the house on the market and we start showing them properties, but and they found a couple, but nobody wanted to go into contract with us because we didn't have their house uh, under contract yet to sell. I mean, uh, we didn't have a, a purchase contract for the sale of their home. So then the next thing that happened is I had to go to Daryl and say, look, I really need to drop the price in order to make this all work because they kind of found a home that wanted to work for them. And he goes, well, what do you want to drop it to? And I said, we got to drop it to the price that was the line in the sand. And Daryl was very concerned. He says, well, if I do that, I don't have any room to negotiate. So what's going to happen when I put the house on the market at that price, Jim, what happens if you don't get me that price? I go, oh, they're going to turn in lower. I'm going to have to pull them up. This makes your job easy, though, because if you have a line in the sand, then it's easy. You say, no, I'm sorry. It's got to be this. Yeah, but it's still very emotional for the sellers. Of of course it is. So um, they were very not confident that that you know that Would that was happen? a good mm-hmm. that was a good uh technique but yeah. i've used that technique many many times in the past when you sell the amount of property that we do we know how to negotiate a little differently than what m- most people think so we put it at that price and within 4 days i think that house was on the market 60 70 days at the old price we dropped it to the price i asked <clears throat> and we, in 4 days we had 3 offers on the house oh there it is 3 offers um, I'll tell you what, we're going to use the last segment to round out this story and talk a little bit about what's happening in the market and how Antares International can help you sell or buy your house. But before we do that, I want to remind everybody, please like our Facebook page, Florida Talk Real Estate. If you do, you're going to get an extra bonus. And what is that, Johnny? You're going to be instantly entered into a raffle. And we're going to try to do this monthly now. Not try. It's going to be every month. Oh, beautiful. We're going to announce at the beginning of the month what the prize is. End of the month, we're going to do it so we just uh, a couple weeks ago had winners of an ipad of uh, tickets for the miami heat and tickets for the florida panthers and all they did was either give a like on the facebook page and if you don't have facebook go to floridatalkrealestate.com you'll see the email and the hotline bottom left hand corner fire off an email say hey i'd like to get involved with your raffle or call 888-973-7828 again I'd like to get involved with the raffle. I don't have a Facebook page. But if you're on Facebook, give a like, Florida Talk Real Estate on Facebook. If you leave a review, you get an extra entry. That's right. It's called padding the stats a little bit. Uh, great prizes to be had. Simply 
Give a like on the Florida Talk Real Estate Facebook page or let us know you'd like to get involved either via the email or the hotline. You'll find them both. Bottom left-hand corner of floridatalkrealestate.com. That's your one-stop real estate shop. Pros, pros, expert in their field, all of them. So good at what they do, and they work together to make sure that we're getting done what you need done. And in the timeline that you're looking for, floridatalkrealestate.com. That's your access to the entire team, whether you're listening here on a Saturday, News Radio 1290 WJNO, or Saturday mornings on our sister station, 94.3 Royal Radio, 9 to 11, two hours of infotainment every Saturday morning. In fact, you should uh, tune in and give us a listen. And then jump back on to WJNO so you don't miss the Florida Talk Real Estate Luxury Edition every Saturday right here on News Radio 1290 WJNO. When it comes to getting a mortgage, you don't just need information. You need the right information from someone you can trust. For years now, Mike Rao, the mortgage guy with the mortgage firm, has been providing that information and is that someone. You can't leave this critical moment in your life to just anyone. Call Mike the Mortgage Guy with the Mortgage Firm, part of your one-stop real estate shop. Florida Talk Real Estate, Luxury Edition. Heard Saturdays on WJNO at 1 p.m. Ross Brothers Interior Contractors specializes in providing a world-class experience for luxury home and condo remodeling in South Florida. From your kitchen to your full renovations and everything in between, when you choose to work with Ross Brothers, you're working with experts that are backed by over 30 years of experience and exceptional customer satisfaction. From design to execution of your home remodeling projects, that's Ross Brothers, where every detail matters. Thanks for being with us Saturday afternoons here on News Radio 1290 WJNO. It's Florida Talk Real Estate Luxury Edition. I'm Johnny C. Jim DePole is with me with Antares International Realty Group. Keller Williams Preferred Partners there at Top Producing Keller Williams Team. Jimmy D, hello. Good afternoon, Johnny. Good afternoon. I see you got your best half, Natalie Medina Rao. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes, Johnny. Great to see you. Mike Rao, the mortgage guy from the mortgage firm. Hello. Hi. Hi, John. Hi, hi. And there's uh, Ross Marinettes with Brightway Insurance, Juno Beach. Hey, how's it going? Always good to see you. Just Ross w- has been awfully quiet the, uh, these yeah, last two segments. Ross is involved in the story, you know, so we're going to talk I'm about this. I'm taking it all in. <laughs> he's I'm, absorbing. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting he's to see absorbing. where the story goes. So what what the next step was, so where we were now is that they uh, Natalie was able to find uh, Daryl and Amy a home that they really were looking forward to uh, moving into, but we needed to get their house sold fast so we can get them under contract. So uh, we dropped the price to the very bottom line that they could sell the house for and still make the numbers work for their new home. Uh, We had been on the market for about 60 days, and when we did this price drop, there was no room for negotiation. And in four days, we had two or I think three offers. We had three offers, and they were all too low, which I expected. It wasn't a big deal. So then we had a little bit, but Johnny, we had a bidding war, right? Because now we have three offers Mm -hmm. on the property at one time. And I love being in that position because we're going to find out everybody's walk away number. And one of those numbers, we're going to pray to God that it's going to work, right? That's right. Do you remember how far off you were from what you um, wanted? One was like uh, twenty thousand off, so significant. Between uh, the the best offer was ten thousand below what we needed. Mm. Okay, and the worst was more than twenty. So let's just say, just to make it easy, let's say the best offer was ten thousand low, the worst offer was twenty thousand low, and the middle offer, let's say, was uh, seventeen thousand low, just to make it up. Okay, okay. so we're between ten and twenty thousand low with the seventeen in the middle. How was the which uh, one house priced? Was it priced competitively, or was it just about right? I felt like their bottom bottom line number was the price that the house was going to sell for. So what we normally do is we put the house 5% above, but we weren't getting any action. We were getting a lot of showings, but nobody wanted to turn an offer. They just felt that the house, uh, the layout didn't work for them on that price or some other stuff. So if you had if you had one 20,000 below, one 17,000 below, one 10,000 below, which of the three do you think ended up buying the house at the number that we wanted? Because that's <laughs> what ended up happening. So which one? The t- do you think it's the ten thousand came up to the number? The seventeen thousand came up to the number? Or the twenty? Obviously, it's not the ten thousand, or, or you wouldn't be asking. So, but that like my my first think. instinct would be it's the ten k one. They had the 20. least. They had the least to come up, but 20. I know that's not the answer. I'm gonna go right in the middle of the seventeen. Okay, what do you think, Natalie? 
even right. though you kind of know. She's right, the 20, and the Johnny's 20. right, the 20. And that's almost always the way it works out, too. It does work out that way. It's the lowest offer usually comes up the highest. Yeah. And what people don't get is, and this is a really good te- uh, uh, negotiating technique for any sellers out there that are thinking about selling their house right now. This is a really good technique to use. People don't turn in the number, buyers don't turn in the number that they're really willing to spend on the house because why are they going to turn that number in first? They want to have that little negotiation play in there because they don't know, maybe you'll take their low ball offer, Sure. right? So you can't get frustrated when somebody comes in low. You got to find out what I call is their walk away number. And if that walk, that walk away number might be your number and it might match. Now, sometimes not. Sometimes it just won't come up to where you need it to. So we got, got the number counter, that right? we needed. So, I, yeah, I'm wondering, does the um, the 20K below ask in this type of market tell you anything about the real estate agent, perhaps, that's working that side, that maybe they're not it, it, not as not on their game as much just because well, it's kind of a, it is kind of, I don't know if that's a low ball offer or not. Well, um, but if the house it, is priced right. Percentage wise, it my, I wouldn't call it a low ball offer percentage wise. It was in the hunt. You know, you just okay. negotiate. It wasn't some crazy low. Like I, I have a house on the market today. It's on the market for three sixty. Somebody just turned in two sixty eight. That's Ooh, crazy, yeah. right? And, That's and a I'm kind of yeah. I'm asking because you can get a seller who's driving the listing agent. Of course, mm-hmm. the seller ultimately decides. But sometimes, you, if you have an agent who's in control, maybe a little bit more experience, and they're like, "Listen, it's really not." A serious offer. Let's go on with something that's a yeah, little and that bit more happens serious. Sometimes because the other two lost out, and one of them was very bummed out that they lost out because they probably would have came up to the number that's needed, but they didn't. They we told them this is it. This is the final shot. You yeah. got to give us this number. And I told yeah. all three, this is the number. We can't take anything less. And the way I negotiated that was because sometimes it's insulting when you counter back at full asking price. Somebody turns in a number, they expect a little give and take from you, but I couldn't. So this is how I did it. Let's say you were the agent, Johnny. I called up and said, Johnny, thank you so much for turning in the offer. Let me explain something to you. We have two other offers on the table right now. None of them are at the full asking price. I'm being honest with you. I'm not telling you if you're highest or lowest, but you're not at full asking price. And the, ca- the counter is going to be full asking price. But we're not doing as an insult to you. My seller cannot sell the house without this number. And if you can't give us that number, it's a waste of time for everybody because we just can't do it. Kind of what Mike said in the segment before. Right. And one of them, a very seasoned agent, Mike, totally got it right away. They said, that's okay. We really like this house. We're coming up to your price right now. The other two, Hem and Hod, one hmm. of them got very bummed out that they lost out on the house. Right. They're like, I would have gave you that number. I go, I gave you three shots and you didn't do what was asked. But the senior agent, Got the seller, got their buyer to do what we had. Now, right. now we're in fast mode to buy the house. So this is turning it over to Natalie now. So now I said, okay, Natalie, I'm passing the baton. We got the offer. We still got to go through inspection appraisal, but I'm confident that's going to be okay. Now it's up to you. Do your job. And Natalie already had the house. I was going to say she already had for. it targeted, and they had probably yeah. already seen it at that point, right? Yeah, like yes, they knew saw- that was the house they wanted. That's the house that they wanted. But now she needed seller contributions in order to make the deal work. Exactly. So what I did was like I always do. Let's run the numbers. Let's talk to Mike. Mike told me, listen, if we sell a certain price, the property, then we're going to be good. But it's always good to have some extra cash in case the house does not appraise. Because that's what we were nervous about, is it? If this, uh, if Daryl's and and Amy's fam- house does not appraise, then we have an issue. But at least we have some money for cushion to cover the part from the from the sellers from, of the house they want to exactly. buy. Exactly. So I went, present the offer, and by the way, the realtor was awesome mm-hmm. as well. She was good. I mean, too. this is the only way that we can do seller buyer if everybody in the party that is involved with the transaction can for perform to the right way so i was very lucky to work with a season um realtor and she called me i talked to her on the and phone she, before you were in contract which is another williams agent and this is how we've been trained the first thing that she did is before she accepted the offer i mean the seller accepted the offer what did she do she has to call the lender and just to make sure that the buyers are solid and they're going to get a loan yeah. To purchase this house. And it helps. Because that's it, what we do. It helps well. if the LO that that listing agent is calling 
loan answer, officer, loan originator, loan, oh, loan originator or officer, if that LO answers the phone, knows the numbers that knows the numbers, know, knows uh, what house you're talking about, exactly. which clients you're talking about, exactly. uh, can tell her, yeah, I did issue that pre-approval. <clears throat> I did that specific to the offer that they're making. Yeah, I ran all the numbers. It's DU approved. We got everything. Yes, it's contingent on their sale, but this is all like details like off the top of my head, tip of my tongue as I'm talking to her and she called me out of the blue. Mm -hmm. And so it's not that like they're my only client. So that's the only information I had. It just, no. it was fresh because we had just done it because that's the way we operate. We exactly. make sure it works before getting into contract. Exactly. So, so that, that was my, the, my due diligence. Yes. I think the easy part is to find the house because the house is always there. That's what I tell the buyers. Your house is there. If we're going to start looking for property and it's not there, just be patient. Always. Something will come up. Every house yeah. has a buyer. Every every buyer, you know, is looking for this house. Just leave it out there. It's going to happen. Like this house, it was in the market for 80 days. That's one and of the And I asked the realtor, I said, what's going on, Julie, with this house? He said, you know what? Nothing is wrong with the house. We haven't got any offers. He said, oh, they were waiting for my buyers. And that's how it and, was. And the other yeah. thing interesting about this, it was on the market 80-something days. So you think, oh, it must be overpriced, right? But we had to give them full asking price, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't we give yes. them full asking price? Because we were asking for money back from that purchase price. Yes. And because the house was on the market 80 days, Johnny, the sellers are already probably thinking in their mind, oh, I'm going to have to drop the price anyway. So if you're going to give me full asking and then I'm going to give some of that money back, it's probably the money that I was going to drop the price to anyway. Right. So it was a win, win, win. But we had to make sure the house was going to appraise. So uh, short, just to round up the story. <laughs> you can't do long story short I know, anymore. But what ended hour. up happening is we, we the numbers were so tight. We brought in Rice, Ross Marinettes from Brightway Insurance, the Juno Beach office, the only office for insurance companies as far as I'm concerned for Brightway. And uh, we even crunched the numbers on the insurance for the new home to the penny to make sure that we were uh, rock solid in all our numbers because the insurance can affect the mortgage payment. And Daryl and Amy were on a budget. So we checked out with Ross on the numbers. It was so easy. We sent him over the email of the listing. And sometimes we don't even have to do that. We just send the address. And within minutes, Ross gives us the quotes uh, needed to figure out what they're going to be paying for that insurance policy. Yeah. And, you know, I think we had to kind of finagle the numbers a little. I mean, not like finagle. No, numbers, right. But right. we had to work, you know, massage it to make sure that, you know, the debt to income ratios worked out. But I, if I remember correctly, we still got them a pretty good policy with a thousand dollar hurricane deductible. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that's and, one. I mean, that's so thousand dollar. Ross loves these ones because the. um it was a, it's a newer construction, right? It's not like it was right. just recently built, but it was built right. after a certain time yeah. where you right. can offer them that thousand yeah. dollar. I mean, a thousand dollar hurricane deductible. Yeah, with I mean, a uh, with a, a a rated insurance company or whatever. I mean, this is a legitimate policy, and the numbers came in where it didn't blow us out of the water. As yeah, far I mean, as we just you know we played with some of the coverages that weren't really important to them, right? Um, so, to make so, it theirs, and you know, still got them something good that qualified. So now we're in contract with everything. We go through the inspection. Had a little bit of bump in the road there, but we're able to work it out without a cost to anybody. So Daryl and Amy were Daryl and Amy were able to move forward, and then uh, we had to wait for the appraisals. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh, we were so sweating the appraisals for both of them because we had to make all the numbers work perfectly. Mm -hmm. The whole thing was going to fall apart. And by now, Amy and Daryl have spent money for inspection and appraisal. And they're also packing up their life and, you know, mm -hmm. going through that. They had been in their, it, it that house forever. So I remember talking to Daryl several times. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe all this stuff that we have because you just accumulate stuff over years and years. And so uh, we got the appraisal and it came in to the penny on his home, to the penny on the sale of his home. Not a penny more, not a penny less. So that that number came in. And then we got the appraisal for the other house. And the other people were... Um, Actually, very reasonable because besides the seller contribution, I don't know how Natalie did this, but uh, Daryl was really concerned about some um, stucco problems around each of the windows that were a couple hundred bucks each. And we're talking about a five-bedroom house, so there's a lot of windows. So he's asking for a credit on some of that, and Natalie was able to get him the credit um, needed uh, to do the repairs that he really wanted on that house. Yeah, on top of the seller contribution. And we closed everything on the same day. Daryl yeah, went that from... that seller was unbelievable. Also, remember this. 
we are almost psychologists <laughs> because we had to give a comfort to the buyer, the buyers, the seller buyer, because this is the, everything stressful. has to have everything has to ha happen the same day. So, like two weeks before the closing, we are just talking with the buyers every day, making sure they're multiple packed, times they packed, they are not panicking, you know, trying to help them because when you are in the middle of the process of packing and moving and doing wire transfer and all that, you forget a lot of details that we talk in the beginning of the consultation. So we are there telling them pretty much every day what they have to do and they just do it automatically. So you have to trust us. Just do what we say and everything is going to look beautiful because when the um, Daryl and Amy were selling their house, they have a buyer as well. And we have to make sure that the buyer is not going to come and complain and delay the closing because it was on Friday and they need them to close in the morning so they, the buyer, the seller can buy in the afternoon. So it's a lot of moving part, but and, we, and we the, can handle that. And the one thing is, is that Atari's international group with Keller Williams Preferred Partners, we run a team of agents. So we have all the support staff needed to handle this. We're not we're not doing the transaction coordinator. We have a transaction coordinator. We have a full-time office manager just making sure that all the paperwork, all the deadlines, all the potential, what I call deal killers, or avoided and making sure everything's done the right way. That's the difference when you hire Antares International. You're not hiring an agent. You're hiring a team, team of agents to do everything. So check this out. From the time that we've known Daryl and Amy, they used Krasker Law to do a loan modification. They used um, Ross Kamaranets from Brightwing Insurance to get their homeowner's insurance. They used Mike Rao from the mortgage firm to get the loan. They used Antares International to help buy the house. They used Antares International to help sell the house. They even used Trident Title, one of our main sponsors on the WZZR show, to Beautiful. close on the sale of the home. That's what we mean by the end. They used uh, uh, Krasker Law to do a student loan modification that really helped them out. That's the difference, and this is what we mean on our story about the one stop real estate shop. If you need to sell a house, buy a house, stuck with the house, you're not sure what you want to do. You need legal services, title services, insurance, even contracting now with Ross Brothers Interior Contractor where every detail counts. Um, we are the guys and women that can do what you need to do, and you've got to pick up the phone, and it's so easy to find out how to get in touch with us. Yeah, if you're on Facebook, you can find them, Florida Talk Real Estate on Facebook. Give a like. You'll be in the running for a monthly drawing for great prizes. But go to floridatalkrealestate.com. That's right. It's a .com. And on the bottom left-hand corner, you'll see the contact information, the hotline, 888-973-7828, and the email information, all the contact information, bottom left-hand corner of floridatalkrealestate.com, and share that with people that you know that may benefit, um, whether they're looking to buy a home, sell a home, everything we just listed. If you know people in your life can benefit from floridatalkrealestate.com, Please share that with them. You can be making a big difference in their life. Jim DePola, have a great weekend, please. You're awesome, Johnny. Thank you so much. Natalie Medina Rao, hope you do the same. Thank you, Johnny. Have a nice weekend. Uh, Mike Rao, have a great weekend. I second that, Johnny. You are awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you. What do you want? What are you Just trying to do? In case you don't hear it enough. Well, that's nice. And Ross Camaranets, you're awesome, too. I bet you say that to all the boys. I do, yeah. That's <laughs> how so I've uh, made it this far in this industry. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. Florida Talk Real Estate Luxury Edition, Saturday afternoons, right here on News Radio 1290 WJNO. You've been listening to Florida Talk Real Estate Luxury Edition, your one stop real estate shop. 